Good week. All right, mate. Yeah? Not bad, yeah. Recording on a Friday night is different. Match day live. Match day. Friday night football. Although that has been taken. <laughs> and well, it is the classic. <laughs> Borough. <laughs> Do you like FA Cup weekend or not? When Rovers are in it, it's just a bit... It's like certain rounds you like in certain games. Last year, the highlight of my year was the FA Cup final here. Do you remember watching when Tielemans scored and the game was Leicester-Chelsea? That was last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Tielemans scored that world. I and mean, me and you were going nuts in here. Yeah, that, that was, that was since the pandemic started, that was the best fun I'd had watching football yeah. since, since, since it went all behind closed doors. Yeah, we made a day of it, didn't we? Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Probably helped that we were steaming. You have to be absolutely bollocks to watch. But when Tillman's hit, hit that winner. Absolutely strong. And there's about 10,000. And in then Chilwell's goal gets disallowed. Do you know what I mean? You like need it in yeah. to make it one all, but it got disallowed. Against his old club. Yeah, it's his old club. And the owner on the pitch. There is magic in the FA Cup. Yeah. And you know, there was about, what, 20,000 in Wembley? And people are going about how amazing the atmosphere is. When it's the Vanarama conference final and there's 20,000 in there, they say it's a waste of time having... Yeah, why play there? there? Why yeah. not play when, it? When you've got Chelsea Leicester Valley. there in the FA Cup final. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. a beauty, apparently. Well, apparently so. I suppose that's, that's a difference, isn't it? Um, so, May Night at Borough tonight. Mm. As we record, as we watch. Yeah. Thoughts? It's a good game, actually, for... a bristol football podcast why does that make it a good game because you know you get rovers fans in bristol you get city fans in bristol mm-hmm. and then you get united and liverpool fans in bristol as well my god you get them yeah. yeah yeah always like an uncle who lives in i don't know levens hume <laughs> and it, yeah and he moved out there because there was work and now he's skinting on the doll and but I've got an uncle out in, and you know you haven't seen him in 25 years. But you know you've still got an uncle as so you have an attachment to Manchester or an attachment to wherever. We well, tried to get a United fan on, but they bottled it, didn't they? Yeah, it's as soon as you mention that we want to talk to a United fan about United, about United, they suddenly realise how clueless they are. I reckon. Yeah. Um, it's it would be funny. I'd like yeah. If anybody is a United fan and wants to come on this, who lives in Bristol. And give us a shout because to me, supporting Man United, living in Bristol, must be boring, rubbish. Match of the day is your is where you're fun. You know what I mean? They are on telly a lot, I suppose. Yeah, I guess instead of buying tickets to matches, you just buy a Sky Sports subscription, don't you? It's the same sort of thing, isn't mm. it? But uh, to be fair, probably mentioning about the game tonight was probably the first he knew that the game was on. As soon as I said to him that come round, cut the beers. Slice of pizza and we'll watch <laughs> and we'll watch Man United. He didn't want it, he didn't fancy it. No. No. And but then they don't really turn up in Bristol, do they? As we as we are well aware. Yeah. So um no that's it. Well, that's us. Little little Friday night special. You excited? Yeah, it's static. It's to be honest, it's been a we, we were meant to record. <laughs> yeah, no, I've heard, mate. It's good. It's Friday night. We're having a few beers. Cut the fellas. Having a few beers. That's nice, isn't it?
nice. I, I did notice he went for Sam Mig. Sam, Mig, Sam, Sam Miguel. Miguel. Yeah, Sam Michaels. I'm not sure. Were they on offer, were they? Yeah, they were. Yeah. So I always feel that a Sam Miguel is better in a pint glass. I completely agree. Out of a tap. It was only until I took the first sip of beer that I realised that Sam Michael is not one of my favourite beers or lagers, I should mention. Especially out of a bottle. Even worse, out of a can. Sam Michael out of a can. That's lowest of the low, that is. Give me a tenant super ahead of that. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> At least you get some it. Mm. Well, what is the best lager out of a bottle? Right, so this is very seasonal, isn't it? So uh, straight away, lager in a bottle, my head goes to Corona. On a barbecued Corona, little wedge of lime in the top. Corona or Sol, what is the difference? Um, well, one says Sol. Uh, there's not much of a difference. They're very, very light, refreshing lagers, summer lagers. I'm, a fa- I'm such a fan of Corona in the summer. And remember when COVID kicked off and nobody wanted to buy them? Yeah, no one was buying so them anywhere in cheap. March, were they? No, it was getting like, getting like 40 bottles for a tenner. Do you know what's better in a bottle than anything else? Like if you, if you have it out of a... Like Corona have obviously just started doing the Corona draft. Yeah, I've seen those. They flopped a bit though. I yeah. think the, the demand's but there. But, also, but that, the previous version of that was Budweiser. Mm. So Budweiser is better out of a bottle than pint. Budweiser is disgusting. Out of a oh, I mean, even in a bottle. Um, it's it's Budweiser's an easy one. They're always quite cheap, and you get twist off screw caps. That's the joy of a Budweiser. No, I, I always find it hurts. I'd rather just have a bottle opener. It's like a false. It puts you into a false sense of security. Yeah, but when they do finally go, <laughs> don't you feel? <laughs> don't you feel so hard? Mm. The you bottle five aside on Monday night. Uh, legs actually in pieces. Um, I will show you my ankle if that's what you're after. But um, in fact, let's get a live reaction right now. Because I got a bit of slander for missing five aside. Slander? Yeah, a little bit of... Um, yeah, I got a bit of grief, a bit of stick. Yeah, rightly so. Well, I think you'll find... Absolutely nothing wrong with You that. are such a liar. <laughs> if this, Can you see the bruising down there? And then if I go a bit further, you've got one right there, right where the stud was the other week. It's all very bruised and very painful. You've got to run that off. Run it off. So, funny story, when I broke my leg, I was told to run it off. Exactly. Um, Didn't work. And something tells me that this won't work either. I may be back Monday, but I like to leave people in the uh, upper... Oh, you're missing Monday. I saw the thumb down in the group chat. Yeah, I'm working. Got an event. What's the event? Uh... An event with uh, a Six Nations event in Cardiff on Monday. That is so you. Some serious talent. Some real talent. Some some actual podcasters and some people who know what they're doing. Actual actual athletes. Yeah. um, Full of events at the moment. So just just hanging out with the stars at the moment. So yeah, it's not easy. It's not. Yeah. Wednesday night, just chilling out with uh, Jason Bell. Yeah. And then Monday, Flats, Shanks, George North, and Gareth Thomas. Christ. How the other half live, eh? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, missing five-a-side. But I feel like I can have a week off because played a whole five-a-side game with one less player. You ever done that? They call that four-a-side. Yeah, but the other team had five. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, five-a-side is known for being ruthless, lots of running. Um, there's really nowhere to walk, is there? Although I do try. There really is nowhere to hide. Um 
Without a sub, it's difficult. Four against five. Um, how many do they have in total? Were they subbing? Uh, eight. <laughs> <laughs> they had a squad of eight? Yeah, they had a squad of eight. That's some keen five-a-siders, yeah. that is. Yeah. Um, well, I'm quite glad I wasn't there, actually. Yeah, you, you probably wouldn't have been doing much anywhere. No, I would have still subbed myself off. Yeah. yeah. As soon as, the, the, as, soon as you saw it was 5 v 8, that would have been the interest gone. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But, uh, it's a difficult thing to get motivated for five-a-side. Because, you know, you, you're around it all week, Saturdays, you play, and or I manage, in my case, sort of thing. It's difficult to get motivated after, a, you know, you've had a right old go on the Saturday night. Sunday you're hung over. Monday it obviously leaks in at our age, my age. Um, and, yeah, so it's hard to get motivated, motivated for it. But um, but I still think I give something to the team, no? I'm looking for you here to say, yes, you do. I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. Um, I can let you Rainbow think. flicks. Yes. That don't, that don't come off. Unsuccessful. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. One day, though, they'll come off and you'll go, whoa. But you also do it in the worst position on the pitch. Yeah, I don't think on the edge of your own box doing a rainbow flick is too bad. Um, but we win the games. That's the main thing when I'm there. Do we? Nah. Nah, it's a difficult thing. So, obviously, I've moved into your flat. You've offered me into your five-a-side team. Um, I'm starting to think that you're going to be off doing all these events and I'm going to have to live as Stephen Cooper. <laughs> Do you see what I, I mean? I don't, I don't even know what that means. Well, I'm just going to have to, you know, pay the bills, look after the house, and you're just off living your your luxury life and I'm there doing all the shit you don't want to do is that true <laughs> oh, you can have it if you want no I'm alright I'm alright no because if I was going to have it I'd have the other side you can do the shitty fiver side and you know all of that what's hoover the, the lang what's the other side well you've got two sides haven't you you've got look at you I'm off to meet Flats and Shanks or I make Jason Bell and I'm, I'm doing this event and I'm meeting this and I'm doing that and I'm put this on and huzzah <laughs> and then you got the other side too, isn't it? Where you got to like you know, clean the flat, pay the, the shops, pay the bills, play, play four a side against five a side. Yeah, that kind of rubbish. And that's what I feel like you're sort of leaking me into do. Um, bit like your sort of PA. We're three minutes in. Any bets? Going for Man United Borough. I mean, it's been pretty comfortable. 3 0. 3 0 Man United, no goals for. Is that Old Trafford? See, I think that suggests how naive you are to the Championship. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think they, I think Man United will win. But I think Borough have got every chance here to cause an upset. Friday night, nah. So it's not, it's not giant killing night, is it, Friday? So. Would you class Borough beating Man United as a giant killing? No. Because I think over the years, I'm glad you said no wine though, before I chime Because in. they've played each other too many times. I think to be a giant killing, it's got to be a certain amount of league's difference. Definitely. Would you say a League One club beating Man United would be a giant killing? I think it depends on the club. I think if Sunderland beat Man United, I don't think it's a giant killing. So, with that theory that Ma- Bristol City yeah. beating Man United in the League Cup yeah. wasn't a giant killing? 
no, I think we thoroughly deserved the win. We weren't a million miles off them. <laughs> we were, I think, fifth in the championship when we played them. You lot are so delusional. So you said it wouldn't be a giant killing if Borough played them. No, if but they, they'd them. be in the Premier League. They had Janinho playing for the Ravinelli. All these big players. Jonathan Woodgate. <laughs> right, you can... <laughs> <laughs> right, so your, your idea of a big player is Juninho and Ravinelli. Ravinelli, who coincidentally tore you apart, I think, in a 3-2 loss to Derby in the FA Cup. Is that correct? Or did you beat Derby? We beat them 3-1. Ah, balls. So that was a giant... That was, that was at the time, the, the first League 2 club to beat a Premier League club. Ever. I think so. In the third row. There was some weird stat. God, you're good. Some weird stat. The rest of you can read it up. Let's talk Ronaldo. Thoughts? Ronaldo or Messi? Here we go. That's an interesting question that the kids want to hear. Well, should we add some more depth to that conversation? Like, if it's Barcelona, you'd obviously go for Messi. But Why? Because of his style. Why can't Ronaldo work in Barcelona? Well, Ibrahimovic didn't work in Barcelona, did he? All right. The team is our five-a-side team. Who would you prefer to play with, Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi? And for me, it's Messi when it comes to five-a-side. Are you in the team, though? Well, obviously. Well, if you got Messi's not going to defend. We already have you It doesn't defend. Oh, horrendous. Mate, if you're going to use me and Messi in the same sentence of football, mate, I'll take it all day. And if it means me not defending ever again, I won't. But... Rainbow Flicks on the edge of the arrow in some way is defending. Our five-a-side team, to explain, um, average at best, know how to play football, have played quite a while, we're not great. There's no like fantastic players in there, but um, we're good. We, know, we, you know, we, can, we can defend and, and pass and it's all pretty smart, um, but we're not going to be winning any national championships anytime soon, are we? No. So... I'm here, I've, I'm the agent, and I've got Messi and Ronaldo in my hand. Which one do you pick? Who do you pick out of the two? We're playing in Bristol Goals North. Bristol Goals North and... Hands um, down, Ronaldo. In five-a-side? Mm-hmm. Rubbish. In why, why in Bristol and why... Messi's um, not going to turn up on a cold Monday night in Bristol North, is he? Do you really think that? I don't think that's true. So, what does Ronaldo give you? What's, what's, what's some of Ronaldo's best best parts? Shooting. Shooting, yeah. Yeah. Long range. I have to say, if Ronaldo's shaping up to shoot, I get out of the way. <laughs> Whereas I would, I would block Messi's shots. But, Ronaldo, some of his most iconic goals for me, headers, overhead kicks... Um, you can do an overhead kick in five side. Yeah, but mate, none of us are going to pick out him for an overhead kick, are we? So, I think actually Messi gives you more in a game of five side. It's low, it's low centre of gravity. Given the ball, it'll take it past all four of them and slot in. Hundred percent. Ronaldo is a bit more of. A, I mean, I'm not disputing the fact that Ronaldo is a good player, and I'm no doubt he will improve our five side team somewhat. But for me, Messi fits the five-a-side player better than Cristiano Ronaldo. Although, very aggressive, isn't it, sometimes? Mm. You do get a lot of jump-type people who think they're hard playing five-a-side. 
And do you think Messi's going to be able to put up with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Because all the, all the players that go to rough him up, because that's the, that's the idea, isn't it? If I was manager and Messi was playing against us, I'd say, stick one on him early. Nobody can. Nobody has. I mean, five aside would be different because you got boards. It's a small pitch. Send him off into the boards, is that what we're saying? Some of those referees up there probably wouldn't even spot anything, anyway. No, that's true. That is true. But I think, for me, it's Messi and for you, it's Ronaldo. And I think that's the joy of football, is it not? <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your Bristolian accent is embarrassing. <laughs> and so, why are you a Rovers fan then? You're from Surrey, mate. Because well, I started out as a Man United fan. Gloriana, yeah. Yeah, that was great. And then uh, I liked Ian Wright. I became an Arsenal fan. Yeah. And then I started. Uh, Going to watch Rovers with my dad, who's so playing. you used to come down to um, you used to come down to Bristol mm-hmm. to watch the gas. Yeah, season ticket holder, season ticket for all the way from Surrey every Saturday. Yeah. What to... was your, what did your day look like on a Saturday, there, me? What did you do? Because for me, I used to wake up half an hour down the road. I was at Ashton Gate. Everyone's a winner. You, what were you doing? Were you getting the train? Were you? Driving, like you know, talk I me used, through it. I'm I used interested. to, I used to uh, go to football training on Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, ten o'clock in the morning, and I used to leave it early. Yeah. And then get a, and then we used to drive. Yeah. We'll get the train. Yeah. Um, to Bristol for Rovers on a Saturday. At that age, what are you thinking? Are you thinking, bloody hell, what the hell are they doing to me here? Where the hell have I ended up? No, you get to watch live football, don't you? It's always it's always exciting, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what glory hunting kids don't get. And you, you probably you notice a lot of the kids that when they start going to a local team, they probably end up supporting them. Yeah, yeah, and luckily for us, or around our age, the younger lads who were like playing football for us are now going to Bristol City and not Bristol Rovers. But I do remember. When I was younger, a lot of my friends, obviously growing up in North Bristol, they were going to Bristol Rovers. But that's I think, not true, is it? Not everyone's going to Bristol City. I think. Wait, I think. I honestly cannot remember the last time I saw a child in a, in a Rovers shirt. I can't remember a child in a City shirt. That's not true. I think. I genuinely think, as in terms of the city, that our um, marketing, our club, our well, you, see, you see loads have of brought so many more. Fans you see loads of Bristol City billboards. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see kids wearing shirts. No, I don't think you're in the right, in the right place. I don't think you're in the right place to see kids wearing Rovers shirts. <laughs> no, well, no, I do think, I think we genuinely have appealed. There was a season where Rovers didn't even stock kids' shirts. Where, where are you getting these facts from? <clears throat> you're just, this is opinion. It is opinion, but yeah. also the gates down Ashton Gate, like the numbers down Ashton Gate have risen dramatically in the past three years. Dramatically. I remember when I was going, I remember we played Middlesbrough in the FA Cup. We drew two all. Scotty Murray lobbed him from the edge of the box. I remember we had something like 19,000 on the gate. back, And it was a sellout. I remember 19,000. That's what we were getting 
maybe sort of 20, 21,000 against Palace in the F, in the playoff semis. Um, and I remember it was packed and it was it was amazing. Now, I don't know whether it's because of my age, but I don't remember people queuing up outside to get in. But now we're averaging, you know, like your twenty, your 21s, 22s. Most yeah, you got a, you got a new stadium, so you would agree that we've had an influx of fans because of what we've done off the pitch, would you not? Yeah, but that wasn't your argument, was it? Your argument was that no kids support Rovers anymore. I, I think I think you've got to take that with a pinch of salt to say that no kids support Rovers anymore. <laughs> but say, if yeah. I'm at the school, if I'm at school, and I you hang around schools now as well, are you? If I am of school age uh, at a school, you're supporting, and my mates, you're supporting Liverpool. And I support Liverpool, and my mate said to me, come down Rovers, I, who cares? Who cares? (laughs) Whereas my mate said, we're going down Bristol City, they're playing, I don't know, West Brom, or they're playing Fulham, or they're playing Bournemouth. Do you remember those lads? You know, then I'd go to Ashton Gate, 100%. Uh, and it's way more come of a day. And, come and spend thirty quid, or come and spend nineteen quid, and go. I just Rovers. think the gates speak for themselves, mate. It's simple as that. We well, got a nice uh, environment, haven't you? Hundred percent. That's but, my point. That's doesn't what mean, I'm trying it doesn't to mean say. it doesn't mean kids aren't going to Rovers. And that no, was, that I, was no, to say that, that, that kids, was your original argument. To say that no kids are going, I understand because of family commitment. You know, family are going to keep people doing what they're doing. Um, uh, you know, you, lots a lot of it's on your peers. I think more and more kids, to be honest with you, are going to Neva and they're supporting the Man Uniteds and Liverpools, the PSGs, your Barcelonas, they're your Real Madrid. They're watching esports. They're watching, yeah, and they're yeah, exactly. They're watching FIFA players. They're watching people play FIFA. Kids now support players, not teams, and they play computer games. And Bristol City have more of a calibre of player to support than Bristol Rovers. <laughs> And I'll stand by that. You're so desperate to, to win. I don't even know where this debate has it's come from. You, it's not a debate. I, I, I'm, I'm, it is because you started it. I'm shocked that you're even thinking that that's not a thing. No, because the original argument. Right. The the initial comment was no kids go to Rome. Yeah, that's not. And true. that is what I argued. And all of a sudden, you're arguing something completely different. That's not fair. But my goodness, there are so many less. Young people now look into Bristol Rovers as a day out compared to Bristol City. And that is because of what we've done to the stadium. That's because what we do with our social media. What? No one's disputing that. Is, it, is, this, is this Bristol City loving, is it, this podcast now? Well, I think... Giving yourself a big pat on the back. Well, though. you saw the vlog, mate. Did you see the vlog? The vlog. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the vlog from those lads? Now, I haven't done enough research. I watched the... the I watched the Bristol City yeah. friendly version. And where... who's, who's day out are they going to remember more? Their their trip to Ashton Gate or their trip to Mem? I think you'll find um, the Cardiff game. There was a very, very respectable YouTuber. His name's Ellis Platten. And he does a, um, a YouTube channel called Away Days. And he goes around all the country um, sort of marking marking well you know just basically documenting his day around he goes all around the world to be honest he goes to porto quite often i watch him quite a lot and he did ashton gate and he said one of the best experiences he's had as a fan for a while now granted (laughs) 
Now, granted, <laughs> it was the Cardiff game. He picked a good game to go to. Now, if I just compare that to someone like Smith. Now, Smith is a YouTuber based in Essex. He um, went all the way over to the Memorial Stadium. He rates it on, um, I think it's cost, food and drink, and atmosphere, uh, and then just like an overall rating. Bruce Rovers has ranked the lowest team out of all of his ratings. Well, in the 442 top 100 grounds, we are higher than you, so we've already had this discussion. It's nothing so, to do with four, a grand. 442 is a lot more credible than YouTubers. Listen, we will never agree because we will never have each other's day. Do you see what I mean? Well, I'm not saying that Rover's ground's better than Ashton Gale. I'm not disputing the ground. That That's not even up for a debate. That's a ridiculous, ridiculous debate. There's no... You're, you, I am the only winner out of that one. What I'm saying is that our day, our days of football, our Saturdays, I would say... And of course I would say this because I choose to do it. My day as a Bristol City fan is better than your day as a Bristol Rovers fan. So why don't you go more then? Uh, I think if I know when, actually. I went to one game. I went to the Cardiff game, yeah. yeah. Why do you only go away? That's a, that's a real question. There's no mystery in that. Huh? Well, you went to the Swindon game, I went to the Cardiff game. I'm actually going to the Reading next week. Got a ticket already. Um, the Reading game on Wednesday. So, you know... I don't go because I play on Saturdays. You have no excuse. I've got other commitments. I don't know. I didn't want to go to watch Rovers when they were... Why don't you want to go and watch Rovers? Admit it. Because I wasn't enjoying it. Thank you very much. Right, so um, FA Cup weekend. United, Middlesbrough on TV at the moment. I would say it's a cracker, mate, but it's not, is it? It's going exactly as expected. Yeah, it's to be three 0 come full time. Done, dusted. United in the fifth round. Borough out. Yeah, as expected. Oh, he's only gone, and that's a goal. Mm. Um, yeah. So the FA Cup. Really looking forward to it. Oh yeah. No, not really. Can't think of any ties. West Ham Kidderminster will be a good one. Nah, West Ham will we'll see that off, I think. Well, it'll be like 7 0, won't it? Yeah. Kiddy will go. Well, Tell you, there there is one game I'm looking forward to, and that's Leicester Forest. I might actually watch that. An East Midlands derby. Yeah, this guy's got a bit of bite. You need something with a bit of bite in the FA Cup. Yeah. The, the 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 magic when people talk about the magic of the cup they're talking about the lower league sides playing against the big boys, aren't they? The big boys don't give a shit. Do Up they? to the third round. Once you get past the third round, then you want proper like derbies and and niggly games. Yeah, Championship v Prem. You don't, you don't want good standard. You don't but... want Borehamwood visiting Man United. Not really, because they're just going to get turned over. They are. Yeah, it's like yeah. when Marine played Spurs. Is what is like nine nil or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, disappointing. Obviously, they yeah, they made a spectacle of, spectacle of it for the fans, though, I suppose. Um, any particular memories of the FA Cup, or more more importantly, the fourth round FA Cup? We have loads of FA Cup memories, unlike City. Yeah, we don't have many. Obviously, you've got the Liverpool Tinian goal. Um, you've been living off that ever since. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I went, when I went for my COVID jab mm. down at your gaff. Ashen Gate. Yeah, the uh, you've got a whole wall dedicated to that game. It's a bit, it's a bit weird. Um, it's not a whole wall, is it? It's a bit of artwork um, well, that people not. have actually it's, it's really a, complimented us on. So it's a huge wall with the team lineups and who was it yeah. got the goal? Uh, Brian Tinian. That's it. Um, still involved in the club, mm. but um, 
Yeah, yeah, fantastic day, fantastic, well, obviously, we, momentous we, occasion. We, we there, were I wasn't you? even born, oh, mate. Yeah, so how do you know it was a fantastic? Might have been horrible. From what I hear, mate, I think people had a very good time. Yeah. I was only just not born. I was only a couple of months away. But, um, but yeah, yes, by all accounts, it was fun um, and everyone had a good time. And we scored in the like, last minute against Liverpool. Bang it. It's a weak Liverpool side, though, wasn't it? Well, apparently not, no. Hmm. They were in the they were in the European Cup. They were flying in the Prem. Yeah, and it was just unexpected. Little old Bristol City. That's what I like about it. Little old Bristol City. It's what happened against Man United. Little old Bristol City. What? Bristol City was a billionaire owner. We're little old Bristol City, mate. We've achieved nothing in our history. Let's be honest. Same as Bristol Rovers. Yeah, but we are little old Bristol Rovers. We're ragbag Rovers. You are ragbag Rovers, but that's nothing to do. With anything other than the fact that you forget your own kit on the day you get relegated. Well, we've had loads of good FA Cup memories, actually. Well, go on then. Even in my lifetime. Yeah. Derby County away. Yeah. Where Nathan Ellenson got a hat trick. Uh, league two. We were 91st out of 92 teams in the Football League. We beat a Derby team that had Ravenelian. Yeah. Three away at Pride Park. Name me another player for Derby County. I don't know. I was young. Oh, who was that goalkeeper? Uh, some sort of Scandinavian goalkeeper. I don't know his name. With the grey hair. I can't remember. But they're they had it. They're oh, was it Mark Poom? Right. So they had some good players. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I actually remember that yeah. as myself. Yeah. Um, we had um, obviously we got to the FA Cup quarter final. When was the last time you did that? I think you'll find. No, I have absolutely no idea. So and we got battered by West Brom. 5-1, 5-0, 5-1. Were you there? Yeah, I was. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But uh, they're the two that stand out, but we had some good... We beat Southampton, Ricky Lambert scored a free kick. That was a good day. It's... Only to go on to play for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, got good old two million for them now. Um, but yeah, no, plenty of uh, FA Cup memories down the years. Not yeah. not so much recently. Apart, well, We had the Oxford game. That was pretty good. Weren't there, but... Looked a cracker. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, sort of similar with Bristol City. Really. There's not many sort of memories we have made in in the FA Cup, I suppose. Um, well, you obviously got the 1909 FA Cup final. <laughs> it's not like a Bristol City fan to be living in the past, is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that wasn't that was a different Bristol City team anyway, wasn't it? Uh, no, no. Bristol City Limited were playing. Um, now, yeah. you're, now you're Bristol City 1982. Now so. runners up to Man United in the 1909 FA Cup. Oh, you just final. got Wikipedia up, have you? Yeah, I do, mate. Yeah, I don't remember 1909 FA Cup. No, a few, few memories. I do. I, well, I remember the Middlesbrough game in 07. Um, Scotty Murray, sort of towards the end of the game, left-footed lob outside the box. That was one of my... Probably my earliest FA Cup memories. I remember Middlesbrough selling out the East End. Um, we having a big old gate and stuff, good atmosphere and things like that. Uh, we obviously earned a replay. I didn't make it up to Borough as I was only about 11. Um, Is that when you fell in love with Scott Murray? No, no, no. That was much before. Yeah. Yeah, I was six years old when I got my first Scott Murray on the back of my shirt. I used to, yeah, I used to sing his song all the time. Yeah, yeah. When I first went to Bristol City, I came home and I, on the Saturday night, this was the first game. I don't know where this is going. On the first night, I'd started singing Referees a Wanker. Right. 
And my mum had a right or go at me. Now I was, I don't know, five Too years right. old, six years old, and she had a right or go at me, which is, you know, fair enough. Um, so my uncle took it upon himself to obviously teach me the Scott, Scott, Super Scott. And that was, um, yeah, I don't think I went a day without singing that. So, you know, whether it was eating my breakfast, putting my school uniform on, having a shower, I was singing that song. Um and that's how it started, that shower. To call it a ritual is, um, well, it's what I called it, yeah, but I don't think it's quite a ritual. I've stopped it now, if that means anything. Have you? Absolutely, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Now it's Viva Semenu, and that's all I sing now in the shower. Oh, there you go. Enough about us. Enough about City. We're, we're not going down, we're not going up. Well, Bristol know. Rovers, talk to me. I went to Swindon. Yeah. I did see, yeah, yeah. So well, that, that, that Saturday, you had Cardiff, you had Swindon, double derby day. The double derby day. And it felt like the whole of Bristol was watching football out there. Yeah. Lots of games got called off that weekend, mm. um, playing-wise. Did you have a lot there? Did you sell out? Took 2,000 nearly. Yeah. Um, down the road, so understandable. Yeah, the way ins probably just pretty much as bad as rovers nearly the only, the only difference is you've got some seats that no one uses and it's behind the goal rather than in the corner there's a yeah. bit in the corner but the main bit's behind the goal yeah um rovers look good um it's good as ben garner ben garner yeah yeah um and uh it felt like we were going to be on a hiding to nothing when the fans in the in the away and started singing garner gets battered everywhere he goes it's kind of teeing it up for something bad to happen there. We went 1-0 down. Um, but Rovers are good. Came back 1-0. Probably should have won it. Draw was a fair result. Um, but uh, things are starting to turn with Rovers, I think. Yeah? Yeah. I have noticed everyone's getting on the old sort of yeah. late playoff bandwagon. 10 men again against Hartlepool. We like that. And then 1-1-0 uh, last minute. A last minute goal was always... Pretty good, isn't it? Um, you know, ever since Joey Barton shaved his shaved his locks off, yeah, things are things things are good. Are they going to make the playoffs? I want to hear a yes or no now. Yes. Okay, I want to put ten pounds on right now. They won't. Yeah. Shake done deal. And you know, I'm not going to overanalyze anything. There's, they look a good team. We'll win some, we'll lose some, but I think we'll win more than we lose. Yeah, and we'll be there or thereabouts. Um, what's Barton's style what's he about he plays football yeah so I've never seen a team pass it around the back so much in a rover shirt just like, take the time yeah just playing no but just playing little two yard passes and stuff to each other across the back line yeah and then looking looking to play out the pitch uh, they look well drilled they're physical they're aggressive yeah um, and they play good football so hopefully, so literally in the in the mold of Joey Barton because he, he he was a handy player. He wasn't bad. Like you no. can't play in the Premier League and be a bad player. No, I have to admit that. But you can be a bad bloke. I think we'll be there or thereabouts. I think we're, obviously we're, we're Bristol Rovers in League Two. We're going to lose some games. We're yeah. playing League Two football. Yeah, uh, and we've got players that are League Two footballers, good League Two footballers, and they're not going to be perfect. So. I just have to say, for for me, listening to that, it's just really quite. 
It's quite sad, actually, that you have to settle for that sort of level of mediocrity. Settle for what? Well, just we're League Two players and we're going to win some and we're going to lose some. And, do you know what I mean? I think. I just feel like you should aspire a bit more. Give yourself some yeah, aspirations. Yeah, aspiring to playoffs. Yeah, League Two playoffs. Do you know what? I think Joey Barton is potentially, could be the best thing or one of the, I won't say the better, one of the, one of the, Best things handed to the Rovers. Like, similar to Daryl Clark. Right, we're talking quite recent shit here. Oh, recent what? managers. So you're saying he's the best thing. Daryl no, Clark I said, was the best. I said one of the best. Oh, Daryl Clark got us back into the football league. league. Yeah, all right. Understand. Okay, okay we but could, we could. Would, you, would you say he's the best thing? What's the... All right, all right. You're saying he's one of. <laughs> what would you say is the best things happened to Bristol Rovers? Whatever. Yeah, because I can tell you mine. The best thing to happen to Bristol Rovers. It was that bold bloke in the car with his scarf <laughs> saying we're the richest club in Bristol. Um, that was that's what I think the best thing to happen to Bristol Rovers. Yeah, that, that didn't go down well, did it? No, no, didn't age well. Hasn't aged well one no. bit. I can understand why you get excited at the time, mate, but put your seatbelt on. Mm. Coops. Yeah. We've had some emails. Well, hey, have we had a one from Germany? Germany have not been in contact. Oh. Um, so we've got 369 emails, so not a bad start to the pod. To the, mm, to the email. Not bad at all. Um, for anyone who actually wants to get involved, send us an email. Honestly, some of it's rubbish. Some of it are pictures of, um, of all kinds of things. So, yeah, send in whatever you want. At... What are you using that email to sign up to? Oh, it's all kind of things. Um, yeah, brizzlekickspod at gmail.com. And um, yeah, send us in thoughts, tribulations. Get all your thoughts off your chest. We want to hear them. Um, we've get, actually get had all one your in. thoughts off your chest. <laughs> Going for agony art now. Eh? Well, I think so. I don't think, you know, I feel like we're quite level headed people, right? Yeah. So if someone's got a problem, come. Come to us. Come to us, and we will we will solve them, yeah. or at least we'll try. Um, but we have also had just sort of standard questions people who want us to answer. We've had one in from um, Pickles. Pickles, mm. I would describe him, describe him as a friend of the pod. Would you? We edits the pod, yeah. So yeah, friend of the pod. Why is he called Pickles? It's more what he. Yeah, I don't really know. Um, apparently, it involved a pickle. And um, it's best not to explain. Actually, it's more what you what you know. If you see what he did with it, you'd understand <laughs> what he's called pickles. Um, yeah, pickles actually is our editor, <laughs> correct? Um, and pickles has sent us in uh, an email. And I feel like we should introduce you to pickles, shouldn't we? Yeah, um, I know about him either, though. So. Yeah, well, I guess I'm introducing yeah. you to Pickles, and I'm introducing the listeners to Pickles. But yeah, Pickles edited our podcast. Um, you might have seen him about on Twitter. Um, so Pickles asked, basically, have you had um, any instances of interesting interactions with um, opposition fans? Yeah, well, I think this is one of the beauties of supporting a lower league football club. Yeah. When I went to Thailand... Took my Rover shirt and uh, wore it like one day, and just in um, uh, it wasn't it was Bali, 
Right. Um, in Kuta. And yeah. if, you don't, if you don't know Kuta, it's like the Magaluf for Australians in Bali. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a few British people there as well. There's a few, but yeah. Uh, so I wore my Rover shirt just in the day, milling around the strip. Of course you do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just and the amount of people that were speaking to me because I was in a Rover shirt. Uh, yeah. Speaking to Northampton Town fans. I think there was a Hartlepool fan I spoke to. Yeah. Now, if I was wearing an Arsenal shirt, do you reckon anybody would have spoken to me? Um, no, I wouldn't speak to anyone in an Arsenal shirt, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Very true. No. So I think... Uh, a conversation starter. It's a, it's a conversation starter on the, on the other side of the world because it's unusual seeing a... Uh, a lower league football club shirt absolutely uh, especially Bristol Rovers yeah uh, and uh, it's an, like if, you, if you go travelling it's it's a good thing to wear or take travelling with you just a shit football team shirt yeah yeah when I went around Europe having to explain who Bristol City yeah. were but lo- locals thought that it, was, it was a Porto shirt for some reason don't play anything like Porto. It doesn't look anything like Porto. Why do you think that? I don't know. But um, yeah, no, you're right. Going abroad, surely. You know, the amount of times I've had to explain about Bristol City yeah. and what, what division we're in and where on the map we are in relation to London. Um, but yeah, always a good conversation start. Yeah. Well, any, any stories of you? <laughs> I had another one, actually, like when I went to the World Cup in 2006. Well, go on then. Again, wearing it's all about wearing your shirt abroad, it seems. Yeah. So I was wearing a Rover shirt at a fan park for Australia versus Japan at Kaiserslautern. Yeah. And a Blackburn Rovers fan approached me. A fellow BRFC. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird how we have similar shirts. And that was the basis of, of, of the, the conversation out of the blue. And he said there's... It's nice to know that Blackburn are thinking about us. He said there's big debates amongst the Blackburn Rovers fans of whether their shirts are quarters yeah, and we wear eighths or whether they wear <laughs> halves. I don't know who's having me on and we wear quarters. I'll be honest with you, mate. There's not much to do in Blackburn. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably I can, just, I can just imagine some pub in Blackburn, a load of Blackburn Rovers fans sitting around the table on match oh, day. It's a quarter. <laughs> it's always been a quarter. He's going, well, I don't know. Oh, Rovers have been the goal quarter. No, Rovers are, Rovers are, oh, well, you wouldn't say Rovers, would you? Oh, no, you'd say Bristol. Yeah. Yeah, which we that's won't a, go into. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, right. Pickles, thanks for your question. I've I got a feeling we're going to get a weekly question from Pickles. I hope so. I hope so, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, if you are, um, you do want to get in contact, brizzlekickspod um, at gmail.com. Is that, the, is that one question from 369, is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the rest of them was shit. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, just, I'm just waiting for Mr. Frankfurt to, or Mrs. Frankfurt to email. As soon as we hear from Frankfurt, we're done. So make it quick. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's it. There's our our one email of the week. We'll take that all day. Um, Coops, any final remarks? Who have you got this weekend? The gas? Sutton. Sutton, are you going to get on? Draw. Draw. A win would be a good result. Wait at Sutton, though. Yeah. They're in the playoffs. Difficult. Mm. But, yeah. What about you? Um, well, we've got Blackpool away. Blackpool are just one place above us. Game in hand, three points off. Um, so a win, obviously, would be good. Um, we'll still concede in the last minute and hopefully we've scored 
one at that point. A draw will be a good result, I think. How interesting. God, I love football. Mate, thanks for coming and joining us on the uh, Friday night special. It's fun, isn't it? I do live here. I didn't really have a choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't really escape from this. Um, it's looking it's looking like this is shaping up to be an absolute FA Cup cracker. Uh, I think we're going to just go and enjoy, enjoy the final 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> We've chatted a lot. See you soon. Cheers, Andy.